families and welcome to the Coppicey Evening Fireside Podcast. The Rovers and the Warriors are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table, and they are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today, and just in case you were wondering, it was another... Totally awesome day. Totally that guy from L.A. Story. Another whole phalanx of smiley faces getting thrown up on the weather map. It was totally great. I couldn't tell you how sunny it was. It was extremely sunny and warm all day long. It was just great. Kids got lots of hydration. They played lots of sports. They hit for Bluey for Mori. And it was awesome from top to bottom. And then we had a beautiful starry night for the fireworks. Pitch perfect again. Today was the 1st of August. Welcome to the 8th month. It's August, and it was Carnival 2022. Really wonderful day today. Started off with the 7.30 Reveille. We had 8 o'clock breakfast, blueberry pancakes. Amazing breakfast. My favorite pancakes are blueberry pancakes, because, you know, I live in Maine these days. They're delicious Maine blueberries. The kids devoured them, and we had to make a whole other batch because everybody came back for seconds. It was quite a sunny, lovely breakfast. 80s music this morning at breakfast. I don't know why, but that's what was being played. Also 70s music. And then there was a, a, a rotation in the morning. Each age group did one whole section of Hitting for Blue from Maury, and then they did Watermelon League the other parts of the, of the day. So Rovers went 9 o'clock Blue from Maury, 10.30 Watermelon League, and then they washed up for lunch and so on, and then rest hour, and then watermelon league again. And that's kind of the same pattern for everybody. Warriors did watermelon league, then blue from Warrior, then lunch, then watermelon league, council and station, two watermelon leagues in the morning, and then lunch, and rest hour, and then blue from Warrior. It was awesome, top to bottom. I'm gonna keep saying the word awesome a lot, because today was awesome. Then and got ready for carnival, and then about four o'clock, our sisters from Camp Kippewa showed up. All the Cobbsy boys were wearing blue Cobbsy shirts. All the girls from Kippewa were wearing the white Kippewa shirt with the red Kippewa on it. It was so good to see our compatriots from just down the lake. Lots of brothers and sisters and cousins and hugs and all kinds of fun. And there is a carnival with carnival games and carnival food and big old bouncy castles. There's one specific bouncy castle that was kind of like a, like a throne room with a big, huge wrecking ball that you could shove into your buddies. That one was fun to watch, especially with the little kids. They really got into it, and that thing could kind of send them, but since the entire world was made out of Bouncy Castle, it was only funny. And then we did dinner in waves. Today was burgers and dogs, an amazing potato salad, an amazing macaroni salad, and a fresh garden salad from our garden. It was pretty much an all-American evening barbecue. It's probably 81 degrees. The kids sat, the, the Kippewa girls sat under our tent and 
under our LLC and the boys plop down in different areas around the Bluey field. And as the kids finish eating, they start running around. There's impromptu games, impromptu games of tag. There was all kinds of stuff. And of course, just the electricity of doubling in size and having our sisters here with us. It was so great. And then everyone went down for the talent show. The talent show was, I don't know. I mean, the talent shows at a summer camp are, let's just say that they're a moving target. You never really know what you're gonna get. Especially if you don't know half of the kids, which is the case every time we do this. And I thought this was a very good talent show. I thought it was quite full of talent. There are some holdovers from our MTV night and uh, there is this totally hauntingly beautiful opening Two staff members from Kippewa with their vi violins, and I think maybe one was a violin and one was a viola. And they were, um, at least one of them was from Mexico, and it was a traditional Mexican song, and it was just so beautiful that every single kid stopped talking. That's like, you know, wild. It's like a 500 children all stopped talking at once and listened after they had a whole bunch of food and ice cream sandwiches. It's like a Herculean feat. It was so beautiful to start, and the lake is out there behind these two um, artists, and you can see Spider Island there in the distance, and the lake is flat and beautiful, and what a way to begin the talent show. And that happened, and then of course, fireworks. Fireworks, we sat right underneath them, you know, well not right underneath them, but you know, they're at the end of the dock, and then the boys are on the sand where the beach volleyball is, and the girls are on the hillside next to some, some trees looking up. And these fireworks are exploding above. And my favorite thing to do is to look back at the group and watch them as they look upwards in open-mouthed wonder. It's quite something to see an entire set of happy children lit up by the glow of fireworks on the first day of August. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today, August 1, Carnival Day. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's watching an intercamp, sometimes it's a game of knockout, and sometimes it's just one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. So you get everybody together. And there's all those t-shirts, those white t-shirts for the Kippewa girls, the blue t-shirts for the Cobbsy boys, the staff are milling. The staff knows each other too because we spent some time during orientation. So there's hugging and uh, you know, chatting, there's some friendships, there's even some, um, some long relationships. You know, I've known Ginger and Steve for, I don't know, more than two decades now. So we find each other and chat about how things are going. It is really something to be allied with such a premier and amazingly run camp as Kippewa. Our year-round staffs get along famously and they are close friends with each other and it's just good to see them. And of course we have the same campaign in common, often the same families. And so that's very cool. But then we all sort of turn and face the action. In this case, standing on the road in front of the Cobbacy office and looking at the football field where there are maybe five gigantic castle-like inflatable objects, you'll see them in the pictures, 
and then behind you and then rotating to the right there's all the food stations and there's just the milling around and all 500 kids or something maybe it's 450 uh, I was an English major so you know somewhere in that ballpark are milling around and having a great time and you're just sort of watching things happen and I like to zoom out in those moments and just watch the the movement and the energy and the interactions happen in these groups. And I don't know if this is something that everyone else would feel comforted by, but to me, I am comforted by the fact that the the little ones at Kippewa, the juniors, and on, in Kavasi, the rovers, they they're very focused on their snow cones and they're very focused on the popcorn. And then as soon as they get those things, they are sprinting as hard as they can to the various bouncy castles because they look epic and they want to get on those things. And so, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and 30 minutes later, you look over and there's a little blonde boy named Xavier Rue and he's got purple tongue and he's got a little bit of splat on his his Cobbacy shirt and he is delirious with joy because he just went through the obstacle course and he's sort of panting and he's a little wild-eyed and he is sun-kissed and he is so happy and he's zooming around and there's like that just take that and multiply it by you know all of our boys and all of their juniors and that's what's happening they're just zooming around zoom 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 and there's happy interactions and so on they're, they could take or leave the fact that there's girls around. They don't really care. Same thing with the girls, the boys. But it's like being with kids is kind of the feeling there in that age group. Then you go up to the Warriors, which is their lower seniors, if I have the nomenclature correct. And things start to get a little bit more, you know, curious, I guess. They are eyeing each other and they're saying hello and there's little interactions and there's maybe even a little bit of smack talking like, oh, my face paint's better than your face paint or whatever. And maybe they're even forming knots because the group is important as this developmental age arrives and and but it's it's quite you know silly and free and maybe it's just the thing, it's the thing I just described before with the uh, younger ages and they're running around too and yeah of course they're super focused on the snow cones too and you keep going up in the ages and things get a little bit more social they get and I don't mean that in some sort of code for uh, flirty I mean they just notice each other more, and they are also very, very aware of their own social scene. So there'll be five boys in the council age group, all with their backs tightly hunched against the world, and they are talking excitedly about this girl across the way, and then there's the girl across the way, just literally like six or seven yards away. And that's the same thing happening there. And it is all, there's lots and lots of, of, of glancing and talking and giggling and not that much interaction. It's not quite two lines of kids on terrified edges of a dance hall like I remember from eighth grade. It's not really that, but it's the same energy and the same, um, I guess, the same electricity in a, in a really awesome and uncomplicated way. And then you get to the next level up, and it's the Sachem and the OCs, and they're kind of over that other thing, and they're just ch chatting. They're talking, and it's fine, and and you know, it's not so, it's not so uh, dewy, it's not so green. And that's how it was when I was an eighth grader, and a third grader, and a fifth grader, and that's how it was when I was coaching high school swimming twenty years ago, in all those age groups. 
And it's how it was every summer at Camp Walwin, where I worked for 10 amazing years, same exact levels. And Cobbacy families, it's how it was today. And there's so much that gets written about what tech is doing to the kids and anxiety and all these, you know, gloomy social indicators. And there's, there's probably meat to those things. And, and, you know, I think we should pay attention to those things. And I also am happy to report from the trenches that it is also exactly the same as it always has been. And it's probably going to be all right. I think it's going to be all right. And so that is our little informal podcast for another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for Boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them. Nodding off, surrounded by their friends. Loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.